In the next episode of the Outside of Sunday podcast, I'm going to be giving you five ways to point others to Christ this Christmas. Hey, you're listening to the Outside of Sunday podcast. Is your faith stuck on Sunday? Christianity was never meant to be constrained to a weekly church service. I'm Krista and I'm here to help and encourage you to live your faith outside of Sunday. Okay, this is the Outside of Sunday Christmas series. In the lead up to Christmas, we are going to be looking at some of the most controversial and curious questions surrounding Christmas. And today we're actually going to do something a little bit off script. I'm going to share with you five ways to point others to Christ this Christmas. Now, these are just from me and my home and my family. And this is kind of what we do. So I'm going to give you five of the things we do where well, there are other things that we do. But I'm hoping that these five will be helpful to you. And just so that we're completely clear, these five things are not a judgment on whatever it is that you do at Christmas time, how you celebrate Christmas. This is just an attempt to help you get some ideas that maybe you'd like to implement in your home with your family. So here's the first one. Number one, we do an advent calendar with treats and Bible verses of the Christmas story. Um, And this is one that has kind of varied every year. Last year, we did one where uh, it was like the journey from um, the angel first speaking to Mary all the way to the birth of Jesus on December 25th. But the one that we've got this year has Bible verses all surrounding uh, the Christmas story, you know, uh, up from the prophecies in Isaiah to what was happening um, with Mary and the angel or Joseph and the angel. And so this one's a little bit more different this year, but I'm looking forward to it. And this year's one that we're using, it actually has uh, activities or tips on things that you could do as a family. So one of them is uh, bake something yummy and give it to somebody else. So there are little activities and little prompts of things that you could do as a family. Um, and that's what we do. So first to the 25th of December, every morning we come downstairs and the kids get to, you know, take the little verse out. We read the verse together and then we find a way to do the activity throughout the day. So sometimes it's just going for a walk together as a family. But it's really great because it encourages Um, family time and togetherness but it's also pointing our children to Jesus and why we celebrate Christmas in the first place so that's a great one to do with your family number two and this one I understand is a bit ambitious so (laughs) please don't think I expect you to do this but um, what we do is we have a float in the local Christmas parade now this is something that I was kind of not compelled to do but I just felt well, yeah, kind of like compelled to do um, uh, probably a couple of years ago, maybe 2018, I think is when we did it first. And it was to have a float in the Christmas parade of the meaning of Christmas because I hadn't been to a Christmas parade for a very long time. And it wasn't until I had kids that it was an activity that I was interested in going along to. And when I first went along to one after haven't been to one in years and years and years, I was shocked to find that in my local Christmas parade, there was not one float that represented Jesus or the true meaning of Christmas. It was all just Santa and, you know, like volunteer organizations and stuff. And there were actually quite a lot of um, religions, but not Christianity. There was like literally um, Falun Dafa and some other uh, Asian religions bringing their golden idols and parading them through the Christmas parade. And I just thought, 
oh my goodness, like where is the representation of Christ? Where is the true meaning of Christmas? I mean, this is not a Christmas parade. It's just, it's just a parade. So that's how I felt anyway. And so I just really decided, all right, next year, we're going to do something. And so we did. I mean, that that is a whole other journey in itself, and I'm not going to get completely into it, but we handed out uh, candy canes attached to Christmas gospel tra- tracks and also um, these cute little kids' books. We handed out 500 kids' books with um, the Christmas story um, by the Bible Society. So that was really cool. So that's something that we do and we try to do every year. I mean, the last couple of years, it's been the parade has been cancelled for various reasons. But I'm back again this year and I've just ordered 4,000 Christmas themed gospel tracks. So we're going to be handing those out with um, candy canes attached. And we've involved the other churches in our community because it's not just about one family, one person, one church. You know, we in my opinion, whatever town or city that you live in, all of those churches, all of the Christians in the town are the church of that town. So we might meet in different buildings, but we are all part of the body of Christ. And so I try to get as many as many other churches and Christians involved. And I'm excited for this year. There's going to be about, I don't have, I don't live in a big city, so there's probably going to be about 12,000 people attending the parade and we have about 4,000 gospel tracks, which is a massive jump up from last year where we had 5,000. So not 5,000, 500. So, so yeah, that's something that we do and we do it as a family. My husband's going to be building the float. My kids will be dressed up as angels and shepherds. We're going to have big banners saying things like joy to the world, a savior is born or the savior is born and peace on earth and things like that. My friend made these beautiful banners. And um, I'm just telling everyone, look, hey, dress up as an angel, dress up as a shepherd, dress up as a wise man. Um, We are going to have the float that my husband's building with like a nativity scene with Mary Joseph and the baby. And we're just there to represent the true meaning of Christmas. And I think that's a massive way that we can point other people to Christ is by proclaiming the message of the gospel, which is why Jesus came in the first place. So that's exciting. Another thing we do to point others to Christ at Christmas time is we give gifts to our neighbors with uh, cards about why we celebrate Christmas. So it's like, and I haven't always done this. Previously, it would just be a gift and I'd say, God bless and Merry Christmas. But now I'm starting to do um, why we celebrate Christmas cards. So it, it just looks like a normal Christmas card. But then on the inside, it's got, you know, who is, why are we celebrating Christmas? What does what it all mean? What is it all about? And of course, I just write a handwritten message, you know, um, to blah, 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 wishing you a happy Christmas, God bless, lots of aroha, lots of love from Krista and the family. And I I mean, I don't give expensive gifts, um, but we have like seven neighbors, you know, because we live down like a long, long shared driveway. So I try to give it out to um, every one of our neighbors, but sometimes they go on holiday, so I don't get them, but so it'll be just like a, a box of chocolates or a packet of biscuits or, you know, something, you know, nice that you know they'll they'll eat and, eat and enjoy. But it's not about the cost of the gift. It's about the fact that, I mean, I know why we celebrate Christmas. I have the gift of the gospel and I want any opportunity to tell my neighbors, you know, who I care about and who are living side by side with me what Christmas is about and the good news of the gospel. So that's something that 
I do. That's number three. Take that on if you want or don't. Um, But it is a great way to tell other people about Jesus and point them to Christ at Christmas. Something else we do as a family, and this is another family one that's great for helping your kids to remember and know and understand what the meaning of Christmas is. So on Christmas Eve, and we just started this last year, we read the Christmas story from the Bible and we act out parts. So we might have some of the big kids being like the uh, wise men and maybe one of the girls is going to be Mary. So we, we dress up in like little old Middle Eastern olden timey clothes as you know costumes we dress up in costumes and someone bees the donkey usually an adult (laughs) and then Mary and Joseph or Mary can go on the donkey and walk around I mean it's super corny but it is it's a lot of fun and when we did it last year there was just so much joy and laughter and everyone was getting involved um it was it was just great so that's another great way to um create memories positive memories associated with Christmas and the true true meaning of Christmas and just to help your kids to know and to be pointed towards hey this season why we're all here together why you're having fun and why all this joy is here it's because we are rejoicing and celebrating the fact that Christ was born for us and this is the last one we sing I mean I'm going to do a combo okay so this is five and six but Let's just make it five. We acknowledge the gift of his life and death before we open the presents on Christmas morning. Um, sometimes we sing happy birthday to Jesus too. I know that's I know that's so lame. And my husband like cringes every time I do that. And maybe it's not quite as cool now that the kids are getting a little bit older. But when they were little, like it was so fun and they'd sing happy birthday to Jesus and it was just like a, a fun thing. But so that's one one thing that you can do is just take that time to acknowledge the gift of Jesus's life and death and resurrection before opening presents as a reminder that, hey, this is why we open presents, because of the greatest gift ever given. And But this is number six. This is like 5B, point 5B. Sing carols together. Um, I, I mean, I have basic piano skills and I love sitting down at the piano and playing and worshipping to Christmas carols. I think I've mentioned that before, but do that as a family. There are a lot of like secular Christmas carols or well, Christmas songs, I suppose you wouldn't call them carols. Maybe you would. I don't know. Someone can let me know about that. Um, but yeah, I think spending time in worship to the songs, the Christmas carols that have been written, you know, so long ago and with such beautiful words. I, I just love those old hymns and carols. I think they're just beautiful and to worship together as a family um, singing those carols together I think it's pretty special now there are plenty of other ways that you can point others and point your family to Christ this Christmas and I would actually love to know what your traditions are and the way that you point others to Christ at Christmas time so please let me know in the comments so this was just a short one just to let you know a few little things that we do that maybe you might like to implement into your family time and to your celebration of Christmas and Christ this Christmas time but that's it thanks so much for listening to this episode of the Outside of Sunday podcast Christmas series I'll catch you next time 
Congrats, you made it to the end of this episode of the Outside of Sunday podcast. Thanks for the support. Become an official outsider by liking and subscribing and leaving a five-star review. You can connect with me on Instagram or Facebook. Just search Outside of Sunday podcast and don't forget to let someone you know know about this podcast.